Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another wonderful episode of the Diaspora Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today, we have an amazing lady, a beautiful lady in the house, and she's going to, she, she, she's been busy, she's a high performer. Her name, no, before I go into her name, let me just give you a little bit about her bio. See, she's from Uganda and France, she's French, you know, again, I'm across, I'm across the pond. So now I'm in France right now again, speaking to this lovely lady. Yeah, in the last five years, she has been a management consultant in firms in multinationals like Airbnb, Atos. At 25, she created her first company. At 28, she created a second one. She's the founder of Help and Home Consultant. Welcome, Miss Victoria Toshu. Hi, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that was a nice presentation. Yeah, it seems it seems that we we lost your face here. Oh. I'll oh come. yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Technology they act up sometimes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Hello. Thank you for the presentation, Victor. Yeah. How are you today? I'm doing okay. The weather is not there, but we're gonna do. We're gonna bring the smile and the sun into people's life with this uh, podcast. Yes, let's make let, let's bring sunshine to the home. <laughs> you know, yeah, we are diasporans and we are winners. You're from Uganda. Can you just tell us yeah. a little bit about yourself? How did you find yourself in is it Bordeaux? Yes, exactly. Okay, great. How did you find yourself in the Bordeaux region? Are you from Uganda? Uh, you know, sometimes life brings you to somewhere you never thought. I was born in Uganda, um, and at the age of four, my parents decided to move to France. And this is how I arrived in Paris. I've stayed there with my parents for seven years. And I've been moving for studies and whatever, but I've fell in love with Bordeaux because Bordeaux, there is wine, there is sunshine, there is people are nice. And uh, this city actually was me. So that's why I came in Bordeaux. That's simply also for my studies too, but <laughs> I enjoyed the life there too. Oh, great. You know, you know, it seems because I spoke to um, a lady from Bordeaux, which was my last episode about the wine. Funny that you mentioned wine. She's a great wine enthusiast and she's, a, she's an expert. So, but let's talk about you. You started your first company at 25. Yeah. I said, why? So the, yeah, okay. Um, like I said, uh, my parents were entrepreneurs already. They had their own companies. And when I started, I wanted to, to work with them and to work to take, to take back the company. But I realized afterwards that this is not really what I wanted. So I started doing consultant uh, uh, management uh, consultancy because you know, what I love the most is to help businesses to understand what their, their issues and how to try, we can, how we can solve this, those problems. So slowly, slowly I understood that it was really hard to make a company. But uh, sometimes when you're young like me and you're a consultant, uh, it's not always easy to, uh, to show to the client who's older, to give them their, your opinion and so that the client understand and take an, into account what you're saying. So I said, okay, there are plenty of things to do uh, in France and many issues to solve. 
So I really wanted to be independent because this is my this is my character also. And I said, why not try my luck like everyone else? And uh, since I had my parents who were a good example, uh, I could just follow the path. Nothing. Uh, that's why I. That's why I did. I created my own company at the age of twenty-five. Yeah, when we're discussing, you you mentioned um, so you went to business school as well. Just tell us a little bit about that. Okay, um, when I finished high school, I was underage. I was seventeen in France. So the law uh, uh, is allowing you to at eighteen to be like to live your life, to go abroad and to do whatever you want. So since I was 17, my parents, my dad, who loved me so much, told me, my daughter, you won't go anywhere else you stay nearby us. So I find a business school uh, in Tours. Tours is in the center of France, where you have a lot of castles, all the history of uh, a lot of history in France. So I studied there for three years and I had the opportunity to be in a business school, which offers you offered you for the third year um, the chance to study abroad. So I've checked everywhere and uh, I didn't want to be too much far from my parents because, uh, you know, family is still important, at, especially at that age. So yeah. I said, let me go to England. England is not far. They have good schools and I can still study, improve my English and meet new people. So this was a good alternative. And that's why I went to UK and uh, I've been studying in Chelmsford, uh, in Essex, and I really loved this experience. It was just amazing. And uh, I loved England so much. I really wanted to stay even at that point. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, now, you see, you, when, when, when I was doing some research about you, I saw a word that I've not seen before, which was renter tourism i was like what ah, we still have so much to learn what is <laughs> renter tourism because that's one of your company what is renter tourism okay renter tourism is uh, when you are an investor or lender landlord and you're buying a house and you want to rent it for on airbnb or home away on those platforms to make sure that your investment is still uh, interesting for you because when you're not living in the house or no one is living in it even if it doesn't really cost you a lot of money you're still losing money because all you have a, a credit to to pay back or you have a, i don't know your family borrowed you money or it's your personal money just it so even if there's no one in it uh, there's uh, this business going on really well in the south of france which is called a rental tourism and you rent it to strangers, to people who wants to have some holidays, some a weekend, a week, or maybe two weeks, and they spend the time in your flat and they pay you back. And this is a really good business also, uh, developing a lot, even if COVID came by and uh, it's not the same anymore, but things are coming back slowly. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about COVID. How does COVID, how do you manage what was the mindset for you to like go through COVID and still be there? Uh, listen, COVID is like impacting everyone and I'm not the only one, uh, but I know that I live in a region where um, it's, it attracts a lot of people, tourism. I live, I used to live in Arcachon, 
Bassin d'Arcachon, I don't know if you know. I don't know if you heard of Cap Ferret. Cap Ferret is a really nice place, like nature, there's the sea. Uh, you have uh, uh, one of the biggest uh, sand dunes uh, in Europe. This is the place uh, where you can find those. And in this area, people love to leave big cities like Bordeaux uh, and to come spend some few days uh, uh, on the seaside. So actually for us, it was not easy, but we had some clients still coming back. So at least we had uh, a lot of opportunities during COVID. And when it was the lockdown, it was, we were just like everybody else. We, we had to close our business for some time. But you know, what is interesting in my business is that even I have like a VIP consumer services, and I'm not only working for rental tourism. I used to do it. Um, but what is the most interesting for us is to help clients from abroad, because we have, uh, we're working a lot also with Nigerian people who come to France and who wants to spend their holidays, family uh, gathering, uh, and also having some good time with their friends. They come, they rent a villa, and we, we manage all the the all the good vibes all the good the good stuff that can make sure that your holidays are the best this is our goal vip concierge services is really to help you um, enjoy your moment because when you're in a holiday you have to think about the taxi about the transport about the house about the staff so many things but if you're asking a, a real expert like help and home my company Actually, you just say, I want this, 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 this. And the company does that all for you. You just have to enjoy. Hmm. You just have to enjoy. I like that. <laughs> I like that. So it is it's kind of a tailor-made um, services that you provide. Exactly. For example, like last year, before COVID, we had uh, uh, some people coming from Nigeria, from US and UK, who wanted to gather in a big villa in a in Arcachon. So when my job was uh, looking for the house, we found a beautiful house uh, on the beach, directly on the beach. We managed the transport, like taxi and everything. We managed to have uh, two dinners into the house with the staff, like a chef, like uh, a sommelier, uh, like uh, also the person serving the plates. Everything was organized so that people could enjoy and they did enjoy it. So those are the most Grateful things to, for me uh, when I see my clients happy and enjoying their moment and say, oh my God, if I did that by my own, I, I don't think I would have handled it. And I won't think that I would have such quality of services. So this is my pleasure. <laughs> hmm. So because during COVID, many businesses, like you said, you're right, they went under and um, they're still, finding to, they're still trying to find their feedback, even as COVID begins to reside or being under control now. People are still, business owners are still finding themselves, find themselves to like climb out of the dish. But it seems you've, you've managed. Let's talk about your, what was going up here <laughs> during that time. 
Uh, to be honest, it was not easy because I lost my dad last year during COVID and it was a really, really hard time. But, you know, as I told you, my parents were entrepreneurs and uh, what my father told me is if you believe in something, if you want something, you have to, to put up back your sleeves and go yeah. for it. Okay. You have to go for it because if you don't start, nothing will happen. So, um, you know, griefing is, is not easy, especially at that age, even though you had some, some other experiences. But you have to face down also um, what you're going through. And it's really important because sometimes you think you're a superhero. You say, I'm going to go for it. It's okay. Yeah. But you have to cry sometimes. You have to sit down and feel what you're feeling. And from the moment I did that, I understood that even though it was hard, I was able to do many things because I wanted it. So I changed my mindset. I say, girl, if you want something to move, even there is COVID, you have to adapt, you have to change, you have to, to be flexible. Being an entrepreneur needs you to be flexible. Otherwise, you won't survive because other people will be more flexible. So it's a mindset to have, but you have to be strong and have faith in what, you have, what you're doing. Because if no one's believing you, you're going to be down. So you have first to believe in yourself, to take the seven steps to go towards what you really want. Don't really listen to others because you'll hear everything. You'll hear, oh, that's great. You're doing a wonderful job. And you'll hear, oh, this is not going to work. Um, I'm sorry, girl, this is not going to work. So be in your head, be focused on your target. It's like sprinting so when you run you have to go to the last line and you go for it so for that you have to start running you have to stand up you have to be in the mood also so every day is like a challenge you have to give you everyday challenge okay today i'm going to do this and at the end you'll cross the line without even thinking it so yeah mindset is really is something we should uh, work on, self-development. Self-development at any age is really, really important to read books, to listen to podcasts, to, to have mentors, because uh, I am really lucky. You were talking about a lady in Bordeaux. I know who she is, and she's my mentor. And thanks to her and to, to the people surrounding her, I, I think... Uh, I was able to be in that mood and to go after what I want. So be, surround yourself of good people. Surround yourself of good people. Oh, that's great. Um, my condolence for, towards your family for the loss of your, your superhero. Yeah. So uh, how, do you, how do you pick yourself up from this kind of situation? It's... It is tough to pick yourself up and start um, and start run, and start running and get your mind right. It is it is difficult and and given the current situation at that time of COVID and uh, 
my condolences to your family. Thank you, you guys. You guys, you, you, you guys are wonderful. You guys are strong. Yes. So you've managed to come out. You managed to come out of this. What did you learn? What have you learned about yourself? Oh, I learned that I was human and that I had feelings. Um, I have this character where since I was little, like I told you, I was born in Uganda. At the age of four, I had to come to France, but I didn't speak a word of French. French. So when my parents took me to school, I was the only kid speaking English. So I had to be tough and to go uh, and learn and to show that I was able to be at the same level as other kids, even though I was not speaking French. So uh, during all these years, I had to fight and to, to show that I was, you know, I'm a black girl into a white word. <laughs> and I'm going to show those people that they are wrong. I'm going to succeed. I'm going to be what I want. But COVID has impacted so many people. And again, I'm not complaining about myself. I'm, I know that I'm kind of those lucky people, really, even though I had some struggles, like everyone. But COVID had taught us that we had feeling that the word doesn't work um, when in an environment, but around this environment, there's the, the core, the center, and the center is you. So you have to focus on you, to know who you are, to work on yourself, on your flaws, to be a better person. And during lockdown, when you couldn't go out, there was nothing you could do. So you can tell me, yeah, there's Instagram, there's Facebook, yeah. But again, you're not focused on you. And at the end of the day, what did you learn? What did you really learn? So those lock the several lockdowns we had in France and maybe other countries is that I hope each of one was listening, had learned something about themselves. And for me, I learned that I was human, that I had feelings, that sometimes it was not okay, despite I was showing a big smile, despite the fact that I was disturbing my nieces, like, and they were saying, auntie, auntie, stop. But, but at the end, I was crying because I'm human and when you understand all the feelings that you're expressing into yourself, the conscious part and the unconscious part, you can better set goals afterwards. You said, okay, I'm going to give that time for myself. I'm going to go after what I want at this time, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So this is what I learned. In an all-white school, and they're coming from a different environment, like yourself coming from Uganda, they would just like shut down. Mm. So how did you how did you manage this? It was not easy, but it depends of each one and each character things too. Um, just to tell you more about my story, uh, like I said, I was born in Uganda. At the age of four, my parents moved, we moved to France. And 
my mom was always behind me and telling me, you can do it. You really can do it. And it's not going to be easy, but I'm there and you're going to go for what you want. So they've put me into uh, private schools and I was the only black girl all the time. And at some point I was like, it's hard. It's hard because you face some not nice attitude from people because maybe they think they're a threat. Maybe they don't like you for many things. You, you can't know why. And you cannot blame those people because if you have this empathy, you understand sometimes the parents told them that they saw that on TV or they're just afraid or ignorant. So you cannot change everything around you, but what you can do is to prove them wrong. And this is what my mom told me. And the fact that she has put me uh, into sports really early at the age of seven, uh, like my family is, is really, really known into the sport world in Uganda. She told me, you're gonna do sport. And she was so right. Because I chose a sport which was even harder like tennis because you're playing alone. You're playing alone a game that counts two sets or three sets and you have to be strong all way long because if you lose one point, sometimes you're just obliged to do one set to survive just to be sure that you're winning the game. So this sport also taught me that, girl, you have to go for what you want. And since you're alone, you have no, ch you have no choice. So all the adversary kills you, so you lose the game, or you make everything and people remember you. So from this, the age of seven till 16, I was really, really good uh, at tennis. And uh, sometimes I could go in some villages and they say, oh, you're the black girl. Uh, was doing who's playing really nicely tennis and I was like oh that's nice uh, thank you but I was not doing that for anyone else I was doing that for me and also to make sure that my mom sees that I'm she told me well she told me well and she told me you're going to survive here because this is your chance and I'm pretty happy with that <laughs> really yeah it's true she gave me so beautiful values. And even though I was speaking, uh, talking about my, my, my father, without my mom, without that example, without my mentor, she's my mentor anyway, I don't think I would have been where I am. Because it's like you're sometimes lost as, as a kid. Uh, you're facing so much struggles at school, in your life. You feel alone especially if you're in a white world. But white, black, yellow, anything, it doesn't matter. It's still about you and what you can prove to yourself. Make sure that your family is okay and happy about the person that you're becoming. But also what I realized is that by knowing yourself better, you can also see the, your environment on a different way. What I mean is that when you're hiding your feelings and you're feeling uh, sad deep, in, deep, deep inside, sometimes you don't see opportunities around you. But when you are in a good state of mind, you're positive, 
you feel much better about yourself. You know who you are. You know where you want to go. You feel more secure. You cannot be perfect. It's not what I'm saying. But when you feel a little bit better with yourself, you're more open to the world, more open to connections, more open to, to network. And this is how opportunity comes. And uh, yeah, learn that you are the center, but you're living in environment. And if you're living in an environment, you need to attract positive vibes. But to attract that, you have to be positive too and to feel much better about yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've been meaning to ask this question. I don't know if it keeps... Do you think, do you think COVID has um, leveled the playing field in business right now? That people no Can you repeat it? Please. I said, do you think COVID has leveled the playing field? So some barriers that were there, COVID has taken them down. So there's more, there's more opportunities to reach out to, to more clients now because they're kind of online. Do you think, what do you think about mm -hmm. that? Yeah, actually, it's an interesting question. It has changed a lot of things, true. Um, I think indeed that COVID helped more businesses to target more clients. But for that, again, uh, it was really important for entrepreneurs to adapt and adjust themselves to the situation. Some couldn't because you need some resources. And if you don't have the right resources, you can't actually go for what you want. But for some others who were more comfortable in what they were doing, it is true. You had just to adapt. You had to adapt your situation. You had to adapt uh, your, your tools to your clients and make sure your products or your services reach the right persons. Because we were mostly online, we were almost all at home. We, because of the lockdown, we, we couldn't go far. For example, I, I have a friend of mine who is a, was a consultant at Alstom, in a big company, a train company, and he's painting. But how do you sell your painting if you're at home? You can do Instagram, yeah. But painting is not only about feeling, it's about also visualizing the texture of the, the, the board, everything. And he told me, what I did is that there are several shops who are closed, but I've asked restaurants, bars, who were agreeing to just show my, 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 my paintings on their walls into the vitrine. And I said, that's a great idea. So when people were going to, when were going to the grocery shop, they could see those paintings. So I found it really clever and I find it, you know, he was adapting to the situation, even though it was not easy for him. He said, this is the only way everyone can know each other during the lockdown, but also to promote my art and make sure that people see the, the different materials that I'm doing and I'm using and colors. Because taking a picture is nice, but it removes a big part of the, of the, of the product, the soul, the, because when you paint, you still have 
you put your soul, you put everything in it, colors, magic, sadness, everything. And if you're not in front of it, yeah. So this is a great example of it. So you have to, to always be flexible, like I said at the beginning, because if you don't do it, someone else will do it at your place. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah. And um, one more thing before before we just round up this 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 conversation. What is what is the big what is the big vision? What is the big vision for you? Five, ten years? <laughs> oh <laughs> I didn't think of that. Um I want to be um first of all for me, the best person I could be for myself. Surround my, my, myself with the interesting people just like you. We've talked, we've laughed, we've shared a few, few conversations and learning new people because this is how uh, we open our minds. Secondly, um, in five, ten years, I would love to see someone that I follow, um, like a mentee, because I'm a mentee already. I would like later on to be able to help others who really needs it. Because, you know, uh, there's something uh, I always try to remember. It's not because I'm in France that uh, I'm a really lucky girl. I'm always trying to remember myself. Okay, I come from Uganda. Don't forget that. And this reminds me that I need also to help my people to help people who needs my help and it's not only about uganda but anyone who wants to to go after what they want and just need some advice i will be really really happy in five ten years to be that mentor that i already have today like helping others and uh, giving them good advice and making sure that I can comfort them when that when they're not good, doing good. Great. You know, you know where. You know where. Let me just let me just remind you something, that you 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 may be looking at you may be looking at it from, from a very small angle because it's you that's living it. You, you may not be, aware of some of, your greatness that you already have. So you're trying to play small oh, in 10 years time, in five years time. I look forward to having a mentee. Where you are right now is so great mentally. You've passed through, you've passed through a world changing event and you adapted. That takes serious strength. And on top of that, you lost your dad. That is, that is a superwoman there. So so many people can learn from you right now because you've 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 started you've you've management consulting you've started two companies you've experienced so many things that oof, let me say 50 60 percent of this world has not experienced you get so you've done you've done a lot in your life 
earning your business. You are independent. You do what? Independent. You have clients coming coming all over from Europe, America, Africa. You give them good experiences. I don't think you need to wait 10, five years from now to start. If someone someone can come to you today and you can actually comfort them and tell them, oh, I passed through the worst recession in modern history, the worst pandemic in modern history. And look at me, I'm still here smiling. So you know the words to use for them and it will come natural. So do not wait for five, 10 years time. You can... <laughs> You can do that right now. So if they want to get in touch with you on social media, how would they? Or how do you how do people get in touch with you? They can simply contact me through LinkedIn. Um, I'll send you my LinkedIn so that everyone uh, will be enjoy uh, will be uh, will be able to, to to contact me on LinkedIn. It's easy. You send me a text and we can chat, we can learn uh, about a lot of each other. So and also networking i also learned that from the from covid and my mentor also is that networking on linkedin is really important for your business even though you're not yet sure about what you're looking for but linkedin is a really great uh, network to to have ideas mm -hmm. to to learn from others to understand some subject that you never thought of of and to get in touch like you with Victor. <laughs> yeah, to get in touch with you, Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, get in touch with Victoria. She's so modest. We'll get in touch with Victoria on LinkedIn. Just type in the word Victoria Toshu. How do you spell it, Toshu, for those who don't understand? <laughs> I'm doing some Jamasequana. So, if you don't understand my French, so Ooh la la. French for you. How do you spell Victoria uh, Toshu? Toshu, T-R-O-C-H-O-U-X, Toshu. Oh, that's some French, that's some French, some exclusive and exquisite pronunciation for you there. <laughs> oh, no, it, it is, you know, you're one of those people I could like just keep on talking to and keep talking to because I think, nice. Thank yeah, you. I think the chemistry and the vibe, the, the mindset of, you know, never going to give up is there with you. So I really appreciate you, Victoria, for thank you afternoon on the Diaspora Entrepreneurs Podcast. And also, um, if you're watching us right now, please do not forget to subscribe, to press the like button, maybe leave a comment, or just tell us what you think, you know, and get in touch with Victoria on LinkedIn. And, you know, and we have um you have time share don't forget keep sharing all right victoria thank you very much for your time thank today. you for your time Victor. i am really grateful for having you and this okay. is the type of conversation that i look forward to and you know we're sharing more diaspora experiences more diaspora victories more diaspora wins successes and I wish you all the best, sincerely. And okay. Yeah. Whatever. I wish do. you. A, I wish you're gonna come in France because my company is waiting for you and your friends to enjoy Bordeaux and uh, oh. Arcachon. <laughs> okay. Uh, tell me just okay before before we just dash out. 
what kind of packages do you have? Or can they, do you have a website that they can just like, they can go check yes. and see your package? I have my website, uh, three dots, uh, three double V dot help at home, H E L P A N D H O M E dot com. Uh, dot fr sorry it's help and home so victor will put everything down into uh, yeah. in description mm -hmm. but uh, you can find it sorry it's in french but i would love you to speak some french with me too <laughs> yeah. no anyway despite jokes uh, i speak english so if you contact us directly by email it will be easier you just write whatever you want for the packages uh, it's kind of easy uh, like we are very concierge services. So if you want to have some enjoying your time in France and you want to organize some holidays or whatever with your friends, family, you just contact us, you tell us what is your budget, budget and we make sure to calculate everything so that everything that you'll be paying will be included and you won't need to think about, I uh, have to take the taxi, I have to take the, the hotel, the blah, blah, and the chef, uh, so everything will be, we'll find a way to, to respond to all your needs. But also on the other part, we are also an event planner, um, which means that we are organizing in castles in Bordeaux, into the vineyards also, some events. It could be uh, weddings, it can be anniversary, it can be seminars. So for example, um, this weekend, we are shooting out uh, a nice uh, wedding at uh, a chateau at a chateau in Bordeaux, and we are promoting also the wines and spirits there. So, you know, from our connection in Bordeaux and in the region, you can really have good activities. And uh, because we know people, so do not hesitate to contact us because planning a wedding or planning an anniversary uh, in the region can be way fun it can be really really fun so yeah, looking forward to that you provide helicopters or uh what's it called not all helicopters help, uh, hot air balloons we can do that we okay. can do that we know people who do who do that for example in my region in Arcachon there are a lot of people who did like plane uh, just above the sea and above the sand dune you have also helicopters of course you have also balloon if you want, but it's a different air region, but mm -hmm. everything is possible. We just have to contact us and to let us know what is your budget uh, because depending on the budget is not always the same activities, but mm -hmm. of course you know that. Yeah, I like that word, everything is possible. Yeah, <laughs> everything is possible. Yeah, on that note, I would say thank you and uh, I sincerely hope you have a nice day. Thank you, you too, Victor. Uh, to Thank you, you for your time. Bye-bye.